Let me tell you something now, this is ball hour And we can ball all hour Drag the ball backwards, Captain Link Left them all fractured, home advantage When we score the goals, we don't do the dancing All action, tell them again Enjoy the show, this is all facts here We've been grafting all year long You ain't getting right here I've been grafting all season, uh, I want player of the year Yeah, pro contract with a FIFA card uh, and a man like yes, yes, yes. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to your favourite non-league show, Ball Hour. And I am your host, George. Uh, today, we have got some special guests. But before I introduce them, uh, guys, All Star Weekender is coming back this year. Uh, Saturday, 27th of May. I don't want to give up more information, but um, tickets will be out very soon. More information will be out very soon. So keep your eyes out for that. And um, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, share uh, following this episode. But today, we've got two very, very special guests. Uh, D9, Derek Asamoah, and Jabba. How you guys doing? Very good. well. All good? Good, good, Thanks good. Thanks for having good. us on. No, no, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we've got a lot to talk about as well. Um, more so about, like, the league stuff as opposed to non-league. Obviously... I uh, know Derek is still playing. Um, currently playing with him at New, um, New Salamis. Uh, Jabba, are you playing at the moment or are you? No, no, no. I'm fully retired now. Okay, fully retired. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Um, but before we delve any deeper, um, let's trace back to as far back as when you lot like met. So is it as far back as at Carlisle? Should we go? Is that? No, oh, no. We, oh, you met? Oh, okay. We're at the same school. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. What school? The same school. Certainly wish us in high oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was like a renowned, it was quite renowned football school, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And you had like a lot of um, <clears throat> football players came from that school, Joe Cole, for, for, for um, popular names. Um, the whole school was riddled with like, everyone was in the academy club back then, everything. So it was a proper footballing school. Right. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so were you always close since then? Or was it a case where you went to the same school, um, but you weren't really friends? We went to the same school. I, th- I think it was in my brother's year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A few years yeah, younger than Derek. Years, oh, okay. Younger me, so it was in my brother's year. Mm. And obviously, you play around, you see who all the ballers are and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I knew about him because he was one of the boys that was spoken about at the school because mm. I think he was at Leighton Orient or mm. Leighton Orient. And obviously, <coughs> a few other people Footballers at different clubs as well, so he was the name about the school. So. Okay, who's the better player at the time? Um, I, did, I didn't really. Know. I I was more with his brother Jeffrey. Okay, and Jeffrey was a good player as well, good okay. st- good striker. Yeah. So I didn't really know because when 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 like, someone's older in school times, they seem a lot older than you. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So when yeah. I was in like I don't know, I was year so I was year seven, and Derek was like. Yeah, ten or eleven. I'm just I'm oh, looking at it thinking yeah. he's much he's much older, <laughs> isn't it? So I didn't even. So I'll, I'll, I'll say Derek at, at, at that moment in time or whatever. Okay. Well, I, I, didn't, I don't know about that as well because I was a bit of a. My year was was full of the talent, mm. and I couldn't I couldn't get in the school team. Mm. I couldn't mm. even get in the B team. Mm. So I was I was a bit under the radar, and I was mm. like tiny, yeah. like literally, like everyone was like towering over me. So it was impossible for me, um, back then. So. I don't know. I was a bit under the radar. Not a lot of people knew about me at the school. Yeah. Okay. So you both went to Aloysius. Mm-hmm. I, like, just talk me through the moment that you lot signed your first contract. Because I don't forgive me if I'm st- like mm. skipping like a period, mm. but it wasn't a case of well, you went to Aloysius. 
signed for a non-league club, then you got picked up from a pro club. I think mm. you both had different journeys on yeah. how you sign your pro, your, your mm. pro contract. So, Jabba, do you know, how did you, like, what was your... Um, so, basically, my, my pathway to, um, into, into, say, football, relatively, say, even sport, was from primary school. So, I had, like, a teacher, a really good teacher. Um, when, you, when we did sports day, she always used to say, like, um, running's good for the brain, you should run and all this stuff. And she <laughs> inspired me to, to join this um, running club yeah. um, called Highgate Harris that used to run from Parliament Hill Fields. And um, from then, that's just when I started doing sort of any form of like football or running, etc. And um, that got me really fit and strong. And we used to kick around with a couple of boys and my brother's, a friend's brother just said, look, I'm going to start a team. Because we used to like, whoop all the older boys when we were young. Mm. And um, we started playing goals in the cages and stuff like that. And then we went into, went into some tournament and we, we won it um, down in Tufnell Park. And we just played a few more games. And then um, joined, then obviously I left um, primary school, went to St. Aloysius and started playing for Islington. Okay. And um, just went from there, really. Um, playing playing in, in the school team, got picked. And then there's loads of scouts. And then I got scattered to go to Leighton Orient. Okay. No. And then I think I was about 12 years old when I went there. Yeah. Mm. Okay, big B. Dale? <laughs> what that? Well, what's to sign him up as contract? Yeah. Yeah, because um, it was, I don't know how long have you got. It was, it was, <laughs> no, we've got enough time. Was Pro, is it, was ProTech the beginning? Was it ProTech um, or is it um, I think. Then? I think we, I moved away to South Bend when I was 16, 16, 17. I left like college and went to South Bend because they were running, um, they were running a score program, a program where it's not actually the actual academy, <clears throat> but it's a pathway into the um, academy, so they said. So we, like I said, I was, football was tough for me. I couldn't get in the school team. I couldn't get into any academy team. No one would have a look at me. So... Um, I managed to some, somehow get into this score programme with Sarpen where you do education and, and play football at the same time. Um, but I think it was it was more marketing thing where they told a pack of lies to get whatever because we, we had no chance of, of getting into the Sarpen team. So within within a couple, within a few months, I knew that wasn't the case. You know, so I thought, you know what, I need to, I need to make movement. Mm. So my dad suggested to me to go back to Ghana to try and play football out there. Um, so I said, you know what, anything just to just to be part of a team and just to see what it was like playing football. So travelled out to Ghana, went out there to play for a team called um, Asante Kotoko, which happens to be the team when I was growing up in Ghana, I was born in Ghana, mm. but we, which was a team I supported, which is like crazy fanatic people there, they loved their football there. You know what I mean? So I went out there and I had to train and I had to obviously impress in the trial. I went out there, trained with them. First training session, I had to literally um, sit out because it was way too hot. I just couldn't, I just couldn't cope, mm. cope with it. It was way too hot. But then I acclimatized and I started doing well and the fans started taking to me. But it was so aggressive and still, I was still like tiny and stuff. It was really aggressive and the people there were like three, four times, two, three, <laughs> Hench, um, hench, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like this. And I'm thinking, <laughs> how the hell am I gonna navigate? But I done well. Use my intelligence. Use my my feet. One two touches, and they offered me um, a contract. And 
and that was it really. I, I, I stayed out there for six months, but then the coach um, that was coaching the team was from England. Oh, okay. And he decided that he wanted to go back to England. So I just said, you know what, um, I want to go back as well. That's when my non-league journey started. Mm. When I came back, I joined an academy called ProTech. Similar to the South End, I've been as well, but they weren't attached to any club. I played out there and the manager was kind of like close to the manager of Barking. Mm. So I went out there to Barking, played I think a season and a half. No, so I played half a season for Barking. And I went to Hamden and Richmond, played a few games for them. And I was just doing the rounds, like the usual non-knee stuff, just yeah. passing from club to um, club, trying to settle. So it's not until I went to Slough, and while I was still at um, ProTech, mm. that um, I had a trial with Leicester City. Went well, done well. I thought I was going to get a contract, but it didn't happen. Yeah, explain and, why. Um, do you know what? I played, I played like three or four games for them, and I scored. That time was Pete, Peter Taylor. That was the manager. Can you remember? I think the last... Three games ago, we played. More he was than, manager of more, yeah, more than, yeah, yeah, than Tiptree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I actually went and spoke to him and said, "Yo, yeah, listen, I'm not yeah, holding a grudge or anything, but what, yeah. what happened there? Yeah, it yeah. still kind of hurts. It still kind of hurts, still. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I thought I thought I'd done everything. I thought I um, had the contract in the bag. The agent they told me how much I was gonna get. They told me the length of the contract and everything. And my agent at the time just came in and just said the de the deal's off. Mm. And, I didn't know why, obviously, I couldn't, I didn't have the confidence to go and speak to the club myself. I didn't have no one backing me up and stuff like that as well. So I just believed every word he said and just, you know what, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. Then I went back, I was like, I fell out of love with football completely. I just said, you know, when I see a football, I don't want nothing to do with football. I was just in a state of depression, mm. you know what I mean? But then one of my friends came up to me and said, yo, I'm going to an open trial. Northampton, where anyone can just turn up. Mm. So we rocked up, got on the train, <laughs> got to Northampton. It was at the stadium as well. Yeah. So we got babed up or whatever, played the game, and I done really well. I think I scored about four or five goals in that game. Then I was the only one they asked back. Oh really? For yeah, this was in about um, just after the season. Yeah, yeah. I was the only one they asked to come back for pre-season. So that's big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, it just went, it was upwards and onwards. Yeah, from, from there. Um, just aside from some of the obstacles that, <laughs> that you, know, you came across. From there, should we say the roller coaster of a footballer's yeah. career um, 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 started. No, that's mm. big. Um, Jabo, you, the, lo the, the club that you've been at the longest is Lane Orient, right? Mm. Um, how long were you there for? <clears throat> like I said, I joined Lane Orient when I was 12. Um, and I used to sort of live in Islington, so I would just trek over there. And back then, it was it wasn't it wasn't how it looks now. You know, the A12 was there and it looked like a scene out of Crime Watch. <laughs> so, but I, I would travel down there on my own. Yeah, you know oh, what wow. I mean. And I had a, a group of guys that, when we were at a school team, the uncle was the youth team coach mm. or like the academy coach, say under thirteen or something. So his dad used to always take us down in a taxi to training sessions and it was all kind of cushy. Yeah. But when about 13, they all decided to leave for Barnet because they were going to get like an academy contract guaranteed or something. Yeah. So I just, <clears throat> and I was sort of going all right. I always kept myself to myself, always just sort of like headstrong. I didn't really follow anyone. You know, if I felt it was good for me, 
I have to make my own decision. Yeah, of course. The decision came when they said, you're going to come along. I went, no, nah, I'm going to stay. So that meant no lift. I have to travel on my own, blah, 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 because my parents were obviously working and everything. And I did it, but I think it gave me the, it gave me the resilience. It gave me sort of that stamina that, mm-hmm. you know, you have. To, I'm trekking from Highbury, getting overground or getting the bus. Um, and I think that set me in good stead. So when I was on my own, I think one of the coaches there, um, Chris Ramsey, who's now at QPR, yeah, yeah. and he's done England and everything. He was like, you know, if you knuckle down, you could, you, you got, you got a good chance. Mm, yeah. And I went to America, and um, for a month on holiday, and I was, I was a fair height. I went like taller how I now. Came up from America, I, lit, I was hitting nearly six foot. How old were you at the time? I was, I was 15. 15? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just come back and was just mad confidence as well. Like, I just like walking around. Yeah, I'm the man in it. I had, my, I had, a, I had a jacket, I remember, with a big collar. I, said, I think I was the boy. Yeah. But suddenly I just grew with confidence. And um, from then I was just playing above my age. Um, I'd go in when we had like half terms, I would go in with the youth team and mm. then I'd play sort of like youth team games. Then it was like under. The under 17s, under 19s, something like, it was just under 19s then, but I'll just play with them or I'll be amongst them. Yeah. And I was just getting getting sort of fast-tracked through. And then that's when I sort of knuckled down, took it really seriously. Um, and it went, went from there. I think I made, I think I played my debut at 17. I was playing the first team at 17. Yeah. And making a debut at 17, mm. was it, a, was it, were you at Leighton or it for mm. a consistent period or was it a case where you you were there for maybe a year or two. No, no, went no. Went out alone. No. Came back or you left? Like what? No. So at at, at that point, um, I've done. I've gone through the academy. Um, at fifteen, I was told like I'm gonna get a um, a contract, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like an yeah. academy contract, schoolboy contract, and stuff. And um, so like I said, I knuckled down, and um, that season we won sort of like with the youth, it was a youth alliance cup. Um, so it weren't like a like academy so you play against Arsenal and stuff just like a tier below Yeah, we won that league won the cup we smashed it and then like I said I grew I was scoring loads of goals he's playing midfield funny enough as well as it's centre mid if you're six foot you're always even playing as a centre back mm, mm. well, it's usually centre back or striker mm, and mm. centre mid DM oh, no no I was attacking oh, I, was, okay, I could score okay. I just had like Vieira type just break up play drive with the ball yeah. and, and, and shoot from the edge of the box so they said, but we're gonna. We think you'll get in the first team quicker if you um, go going as a forward. And mm. I was, like I said, I grew, and that season I, think I scored like twenty one goals in the in the youth team, um, and then I think there was injuries in the first team. I had a successful year in the youth team that year, and I got I got my made my debut, yeah. and then um, a few months later I made my starting debut, scored two goals, um, then ended up playing in the playoff final. At Millennium Stadium. Bags, man. Yeah, yeah. I was sorry, but it's just like I took the opportunity came, and you know, obviously you're you're nervous and everything. And often when you're in and around um, the youth setup, and you're when you're amongst your peers, you you're the main man. It feels yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And then someone go, you can't whistle, but someone yeah, whistle yeah. over. I need two players, and you'd be like, oh, I have to go with the first team. I used to dread it. Not, <laughs> yeah, really? Although you that's want an opportunity to, that yeah, you kind of thrive on. Yeah, yeah. That's what you it's think. A it, it, yeah. it a, like, we want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to dread going over there because they were like, back then, they weren't. I think when I was senior, and when I was a, obviously when I was a pro and everything, I felt I was a bit more of a hip senior player. Yeah. You know, I could, I could mingle with the youngsters. Mm, I was there. Yeah. When I was growing up, these guys seemed like, like they looked. There was a different breed. Yeah, you know, yeah, they weren't yeah, safe yeah, like yeah, like yeah. how I think we are now. Yeah, 
So yeah. you used to go over there and you give the ball away to effing <laughs> blind at you and it, just, it was just a horrible experience. So every time I just look away, dabber, dabber. <laughs> <laughs> but then you grew with confidence. The more you went over there, you got to enjoy it. You, you got to thrive a bit more. Mm. So eventually I settled, but initially I used to, I used to, I used to dread it. I used to yeah. dread it. You know what I mean? Oh man. Well, yeah, I think, I, I don't know if you've seen like academies or clubs now. I mm. think, and you, made, you raised a good point. Mm. The, I don't, that's not about the age gap being close. Mm. I think it's mm. more of a case where older heads are now mm. um, adjusting to relating to the younger, mm. the younger players. Mm. Mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, I think a lot has changed. Yeah. Uh, Del. Yeah. Oh, there's a few bits I want to touch on. This has been itching me to ask you this, by the way. I haven't asked you this outside of, um, like, outside of football and us play, playing, um, playing alongside each other. Nice. We spoke about this after a game, yeah? I really yeah. want to know. So, that Nice controversial period, yeah? Yeah. What happened? So, you were at Shrewsbury at the time, right? Yeah, what, what do you know about it, Chris? All I know is, <laughs> uh, okay, I think you're at Shrewsbury. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm just going to just add a bit of context and paraphrase. Yeah. You're at Shrewsbury for however, however long. Um, you weren't playing or you, you won't get the amount of game time that you expecting to get. Uh, and then Nice, there was this conversation of Nice yeah. putting an offer for you. You, uh, you went AWOL. You, you, you were missing. <laughs> I've seen it this time. AWOL was definitely like... AWOL was definitely, definitely mentioned. Yeah, definitely mentioned. You went AWOL. You didn't discuss with Shubi about your, your wants and needs, et cetera. And then you've moved to Nice. But then when you moved to Nice, you didn't play. Right. So I don't know what's more controversial. All the right. fact that you moved to Nice without informing Shrewsbury or yeah. like the game time being limited. Do you know, do you know, do you know what it is? Because um, football is such a short career, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 100%. at that time, I think I was 25, 26. Mm. I've been doing the, the League 1, League 2 scene for, for like six, five, six years. And um, I'm, not, I'm not getting the... The chances, you know mm. what I mean, to progress um, my career and yeah. stuff. So basically, what what happens? Like we played in the playoff final. Um, we being Shrewsbury. Yes, yeah, Shrewsbury okay. against Bristol Rovers at Wembley. Okay. And we we lost the game. I was I was very much part of. I was playing every game. I was very much part of Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. I, I was their top scorer and top assist um, that year for Shrewsbury Town. And we we played it. We played the game. Obviously, we lost and Bristol Rovers um, got promoted. So, I don't know if you know, but um, after every season, you have a meeting with the manager and he tells you the plans for, for the following season, whether you're in these plans or you're not. This is a standard procedure for pro clubs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a standard, okay, whether you have a contract or not. I'm just <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. The luxury, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, so I had a, year, a year's contract um, mm. left with, with, with Shrewsbury. So, I went knocked on the door opened up, oh, come and sit down. So we sat down and he explained to me that um, he's, he's very grateful for what I've done for the club. But he feels, I had a funny relationship. Even though I started every game, there was, I don't know, there was a bit of funny, we yeah, didn't quite, Weird energy. Yeah, yeah weird yeah, energy. Yeah. We didn't, he played me every game, but we just did, there was that weird energy. So he was like, you've done well, you've done well for me, but I don't think that, I think it's better that we, part ways and he said to me that and Swindon Town at the time do a, a league above mm. 
said that they're interested in me and, and they want to sign me and they, they, they've, they've offered like money money for me and the deal is just about me going through the deal and getting the deal done. So I was like, do you know what? Funny enough, I got family in, in, in Oxford. Swindon's closer to Oxford than, than what do you call it? It's Shrewsbury. So I went, all right, fair enough, let's do it. Um, no, as soon as I walked out of the office, I get a phone call from um, a French agent that tried to take me to Greece before to a team called Panionios in the Greek um, Super League. But I said, no, I wasn't ready to go abroad. And he phoned me up and said, yo, Nice want to sign you. Mm. Um, what do you think about that, Nice? I was like, I didn't, hadn't really heard of them, um, but I knew, actually, I, I, I tell a lie, I actually played against Nice for, for Ghana. When I first got my first um, cap, we played against Nice. So I, I think they were gonna touch on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but yeah, so I played, I played, I played against them before, and he said Nice want to sign you. So I said, Are you joking? So I, As I, in, you excited or you like? I, I said I'm, I'm excited, and I, I don't want to get over excited because yeah. um, I don't know if if he's if he, if he's telling the truth or not because because Nice at the time were a big club in the French first division. Playing against Monaco and PSG and Lyon and them teams, mm-hmm. like, like Nice won. So I said I didn't believe it. So he showed me like obviously um, all the paperwork and stuff, all the all the all the, all the contracts that they want me to all sign. All the out. zeros that they were adding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the all the zeros that, <laughs> that they were adding. Because like I said, I've been in League One, League Two, earning decent money. But when seeing so much zeros, I'm, mm. I'm like thinking. Oh, this is this, yeah. this is a great opportunity for me. So I done the right thing. I went to the the manager. Mm. I said his name was Gary Peters. I said, Yo, Gary, um, I know you want me out, which is fair enough. But now another team has come in for me, mm. and it's Nice in the south of France. They want me to go and sign for them. I said, You're not going. I was like, Huh? I said, You're not going. I said, But why? Because right, this deal with Swindon is done. You just have to go over there and sign. I said. Uh, but that can't happen. I've got a better deal mm. where they're tripling or whatever money I'll be getting at, um, at Swindon. Why why can't I go? So anyway, I left it like that. And I, I called the, the French agent and said, yo, I can't go, sorry, mm. deal's off. And I can't remember the conversation I had with me. He's like, oh, are you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> what do you mean you're not coming? Yeah. You're letting him, Gary Peters, like, can I swear on it? Yeah. <laughs> Mess up your career. But obviously, you know, much. You let, if he had the opportunity to go to my new, you think he can't swear, by the way. If he was swearing, yeah. he could just say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to let Gabby to fuck up your career. Yeah. Get your bag and let's go to Nice. And get your bag and come to Nice and sign this contract. Don't do this to yourself. You deserve mm. this. Don't do not do this to yourself. I said, but I'm under contract. He said, I don't care. There are opportunities like this don't mm. come very often. He reminded me of like a mafia guy, the way he was like communicating. Yeah. Like, don't, don't let this go. Pack your bag. Trust me, they will let you go after they offer the money and stuff. They will let you go. But I'm petrified at, at this moment in time. I'm like, people don't know this, but I was actually like really scared. Like, is, am I actually going to do this? Mm-hmm. So he managed to convince me. <laughs> he managed to convince me. I got my stuff. I phoned Guy Peters and said, um, I'm not well. I'm stressed. I'm not coming training. I'm not coming training. I'm, I'm resting. I'm, I'm resting. So the next thing that you know is like there's 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 stuff in the papers and stuff that I'm in I'm in knees and I'm about to sign a contract and 
the manager of um, like the people of Nice contacted Strewsbury and said like they want to sign me and blah blah blah. Mm. And Gary Peters like went to the papers and absolutely like destroyed me. Yeah. Saying, oh, we didn't give him permission to go to Nice. We didn't know where he was. Mm. Um, he didn't tell me anything about um, the Nice deal. I'm thinking, oh, this is a lie. You like kind of knew where where mm. I was because I told you about the um, the Nice deal. So that's where the AWOL bit came from. But he knew exactly where where I was. So. Yeah. So they could have like not deregistered you, but they could have taken you out of your contract if they wanted to. They they could have they could have, but like the the agent was right in a way because mm. they said money talks. In yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? And he was telling me, Derek. I, 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 as long as they offer Shrewsbury money, yeah. everything will be cool. Mm. But mm. do not let this opportunity pass you by. Yeah. And he was right. As soon as I went out there, looked at the place, beautiful stadium, mm. training ground, amazing, mm. leveled up. Nice, I know, mm. beautiful South, part yeah, of yeah, South yeah. of France, mm. near Monaco, Saint-Tropez, yeah, yeah. Cannes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. I thought, I thought I was living in a dream, yeah. really. So there's no way I'm, I'm going back. They can't, like you said, I was a bit afraid that they could hold my registration and not mm. release me, but money talks and so, yeah, yeah. they offered the money and then... So you didn't get fined or nothing? You went, but you didn't get fined or nothing like that? You didn't get taken or nothing like that? Happened. No, no. N- nothing okay. like that happened. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise it, but at the end of the day, football, like I said, I've been doing the rounds in League 1, League 2. I haven't got like, any substantial savings and mm-hmm. i got a family as well, a young family and this opportunity came over which mm-hmm. I was I was hoping that was going to change my life like mm-hmm. play season out there mm-hmm. in half a season and return back in the championship or yeah, the yeah. Premier League mm-hmm. and that, that, that was the pathway mm-hmm. I was looking at for myself but, so, but yeah. it was a difficult time there as well. Yeah, but it, it's a story to tell and it's an experience that you went through so mm-hmm. um, now credit for going out there because I think there's also this fear factor um, I don't know if you noticed it as well, mm. but with English players going abroad, mm. obviously, thank you now, there's a lot more, especially younger players mm. going going abroad and playing and getting an opportunity and, and doing as well as they can. And then if they do well, they have the opportunity of coming back to the yeah. bigger yeah. bigger uh, Premier League clubs or English clubs. Um, we used to mention Ghana. Mm. Congratulations on getting the Ghana international call-up. Any, like any, anyone that gets a call-up to their... Respective international um, teams and countries, it's it's a it's a very very big achievement. Did did you notice how big it was at the time, or was it a case where it's like, like this is big, like? Um, do you know what it was? It was like I was I was having a terrible, uh, I was having a terrible time of. I thought my football career was actually like I was going to end up back, back in on leave because I was playing for a team called Lincoln, and Lincoln City. Yeah, they're they're in League One, no? Yeah, they were. They yeah, were yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they loaned me out to a team called Chester City. Um, also League One, no? No, they were League Two. Then, League Two, were League Two. Yeah. But it was different. It, was, it wasn't even Championship back in the days, wasn't it? It was League One. It was League One. Then League... And then Division Two. Yeah, but it was equivalent of League Two today. Okay. So, Lincoln was in League Two and they loaned me out to Chester. I went out to Chester. I played the first few games, mm. and but we was right at the bottom of the, of the league, and we had a new manager coming, Mark Wright, and straight away he mm. took the apartment the club had for me to try to unsettle me. Like he started making me train the youth team. I wasn't getting 
anywhere near near the first team, I was it was like it was, it was depressing and mm. I had my my last year as well and my, my stats wasn't up there where clubs can say, Okay, mm, yeah. mm. okay, come here or whatever. So I was I, I thought I'm going back to non league. So I think we had a game away to Boston and one of the strikers called in sick and mm. another um another couldn't make it for whatever reason. And I just had a phone call on the day that need to get um come on the on the coach, you're going to Boston. So I was like, I've been frozen out, no training, no <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. You're going to Boston to play. So I just looked at myself and so said, it's, it's like now or never. Mm. So I went out there, bottom of the league, scored a hat trick. Um scored a, scored a hat, won the game, won the first game in like fifteen games. Yeah, yeah their first game. Yeah. Won it. Man just on the radio. Yeah, we knew he was a good player. Oh, it's just his attitude. Oh, he's this, he's that. Just, like, <laughs> so, so anyway, the next game came came um, came along. We played, I think, um, Wrexham, mm. local derby. Scored two goals. Mm. So that's like um, five goals in two games. Yeah, so that's next a ten, game. 10k bo- goal bonus as well, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I was I was I was I was happy, and the next game came along, and scored. So I had I had like um, at one point eight goals in like four four games or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the team had climbed away from the relegation, and I've gone from this is football. This is why I tell all young mm-hmm. youngsters and mm-hmm. everyone yeah. that um, you know today's different from tomorrow mm-hmm. in football. One day is a long time. So what do you call it? Then. I was doing so well, my name was, was was getting about again. And the manager called me to his office and was like, um, we got an email from um, Federation of Ghana, Ghana Football Association. I was like, yeah, okay. And was like, you've been selected to play for the for the national team. I was like, are you, are you having me? <laughs> what is this? So he gave me the list and he gave me the list of the players that, that was on it as well. And I was like, and my name was at the bottom. How old were you at the time? I was 25, 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like some SCN, Asma Jam, Stephen yes. Apier, all these Chelsea, mm-hmm. Juventus, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's Derek, that's my Chester mm-hmm. City. And I was like, I was like, what, what, what on earth? But I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I yeah. couldn't believe it. And it was just all in a matter of I think, four weeks yeah. from sitting at home. Thinking football is Thinking just football done. Thinking football is done. Yeah. Four weeks later, mm. um, I've got an international call-up going to play with um, big superstars. And, yeah, that's and the magical like part about football, man. Yeah. That's very, very good. Um, Jabba, have you... Are you Nigerian? Yeah. Nigerian. Nigerian. Mm. Have you had a, in, any links or in, any international... Only, only international when I was... Um, I think I played, I played England under-17s. Okay. And then... Um, in international football, I mean... There was, there was opportunities to sort of like get a pathway to get into Nigeria, like play for the national mm. team. But I never, I just never was really interested in doing it. Okay, because I went, I was because I really grew up here, and I never really went back yeah. too too often. Yeah. Once I was a bit older, I just felt, you know, I'll go there and I'll just be, yeah, I wouldn't settle and stuff yeah. like that. So Look, looking back on it now. Mm. Mm. If things were different, and looking back on it now, would mm. you opt to play for Nigeria or? Would your might would your mindset still be the same? Where it's like, I'm, um, I wouldn't go. I, I, I still be the same. Yeah. Still be the same. Mm-hmm. I just think if I 
went there more often and I was, and I was really, really yeah, like yeah. cultural and everything mm-hmm. with it. No problem. But at the time, I was playing a lot of games. Like I said, I was in the first team playing, playing, playing. That just thought wasn't really on, on my on my radar. Yeah. And then when someone said, you know, you we could get you through and I was like, I don't I barely go there, yeah. blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. So it would have just it just would have felt false to me. Can you yeah. can you speak the language? Or? I can I can understand, yeah. I can speak the necessaries, but I'm not yeah. fluent, you yeah, know, either. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know I mean? Um but being seventeen and having you got the England call up at seventeen. Mm-hmm. How was that? What players did you play with? Are there any like the foe was there, okay. Leon Knight, um a guy called David Noble, yeah, yeah. um Sidwell, um like loads and and you know, again, you're there, and and back then, when you're going from, like a, um, say like a team that's out of the Premiership sort of thing, mm. you know, it's a big deal because yeah. not many people would go from say like League One, League Two to to England. It's a yeah. bit more now, but them days it, it was it was a rarity. Yeah. So um, you know, it was just good to learn and see who you're up against because I was I, I looked at the photo and I was thinking, Geez, this guy's complete. He looked like the real deal. He, yeah. looked, he looked like finished then. Yeah. You know what I mean. And the levels were completely. Ah, oh, it was different. So it was just different. Striking, <laughs> but like I said, I was playing in the round first, and so I felt, I felt quite good. I felt fine in myself. And then you went there, you got all of that. That little thing was nationwide. It was yeah, nationwide yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, the and, we, and we get to keep it. Get like a bag full of stuff, and um, but you felt good. You know what I mean? You felt part of it. You know, and um, it was just a totally different experience to what I've experienced um, prior to that. And it was probably enjoyable, but you got to see the standard, the level. You know, it, was, it was like a, it was a, a nice little wake up call to say, right, there's levels to this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was great. I got to play at Wembley. We trained at Wembley. I think we played um, Bisham Abbey. I think the game was held or something like that. But yeah, we got to do lots of things. So it was good. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna fast forward now to both of your times at at Carlisle. Mm. Um, how did that come about? Who got, who went to Carlisle first? I, I, I went to Carlisle first, the first year. Yeah. And I did I didn't even have a clue that he was gonna come to Carlisle. It's like yeah. the second year the second year I was there. <clears throat> How old were you at the time? Uh I think I was thirty five. Okay. Yeah. Is that how old you were at Carlisle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know they say black don't crap, but you look definitely you definitely looked <laughs> looking at the pictures, you definitely look younger than that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was, you can still shift yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry, listen, we're gonna speak about it. Oh, yeah. I was just, I was just turn up for training, and I saw, I saw, I saw his big head. I was like, "Trouble? Like, what are you doing here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm signing for you. I'm signing. Because <laughs> many years have passed since we, yeah. you know, what I mean, we, past, we, yeah. we, it was like ages. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I remember when we broke in, and and I remember, I think, was it Northampton then or someone? And we used to cross paths or yeah. Lincoln. I think it was Lincoln. Mm. We used to say hi, and then mm. 10, 12 years gone, and then we're just like at Carlisle, mm. and it's like. You would never envisage. Like, I, I remember playing them um, for various teams. I'd be like, mm. imagine playing this far away from home. I'll never come here. <laughs> yeah. And then, boy, Carlisle, next Carlisle was, the, oh. was a game that you look at in the fixtures and you're like, yeah. if I'm going to get a red card, if I'm going to yeah, get a yeah, 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 yeah. How many yellow cards can I rack up at this point? You <laughs> five yellow cards, you can, you like, you like that yeah. in it. You can, you can kind of miss your game. Carlisle Hammy. Oh. Yeah, I said that's a Carlisle Hammy. Or you'll have like, um, it was, if the fixture was around Christmas, you would dread it because it's just like a long, that like you might travel a couple of days after Christmas and you're just like, oh, I don't need this. Yeah. So you always look out for that. That was the furthest, furthest game. It was just different. It was just like a different to sort of being, being down south. Yeah. I'll never, ever envisage myself 
ever signing there. But for once, um, it was normally when I've, because Spurs will say, no, when I signed for clubs and stuff, I always take, take into consideration sort of location for me was important. Mm. Obviously, your wages are important. I never was signed necessarily for manager. Manager didn't bother me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Because I, I just backed myself. If I'm on yeah. it, I'll mm. do the business. So I was very focused like that. But as a manager that I went for on this occasion, it, just, oh, it was yeah. just different, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was just different. Yeah. I was going to ask, and why Carla? It, it was no, him. Don't give me wrong. Offers come. Carla. It was just okay. the, 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 the gaffer sold me the dream. He sold, <laughs> he sold, he sold me it. He just he's like, he was brilliant. His sales pitch must have been bad. Oh, man, <laughs> I met him in Manchester. And um, who was it? The gaffer? Keith Curl. Okay, okay. What a guy. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. what a guy. Different, different. <laughs> and um, him and a guy called Lee Dykes, another brilliant guy. And um, I was just speaking about the enthusiasm and how they've like, you know, they were, they've got the place on lock, you know, and you know, you come up here, <laughs> you do well for us. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was getting, I was getting on, getting on a bit at this point as well. I think I was about 32 maybe. I can't, I can't remember. I was getting on. And um, he was like, we'll look after you. And cause he played into his, his like late sort of thirties and mm-hmm. stuff. He knew how to sort of like look after senior players, older players. So I, I took that as like, you know what, you know, he might give me a few more years in in, in the game because he just knows how to look after older players. Yeah. And he said, look, you, you did business for me. You don't even have to be here. You can just be down in London, train in London, come up for training and, and the game, stuff like that. I would kind of reward you. It was a bit like, you do well, I'll look after you. Like that, mm. in that respect. And then we had great bonuses, unbelievable mm. bonuses. Like bonuses that I've never even <laughs> even thought my agent to put on my contract. Yeah. You know, like we, I was getting defensive bonuses. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? So I'm a, I'm a striker, but yeah. the, the, the theory behind the it first was starts from from attack. From, from attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is that how he sold? That's how he sold it. Just there's bare yeah. thing, but you had to earn it. Though his mm. thing was, you get paid, you get yeah. paid well, mm. but you have to earn it. Yeah. And that's how it was. And when you knew, okay, there's carrots if we do, you know, the dangle it. I'm like, oh. right. <laughs> if, if you know if you're going to do the business, you're going to get rewarded. That's how it was. And the bonuses up there, team spirit. And we had like a, a, a bit of like a London affiliation, London connection yeah. with a few yeah. boys coming from London. That's so good. We, that we all kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. grouped together. And it, it was it was it was it was different gear. It was it was brilliant. It was, it was actually it was like home away from home mm, kind mm, of vibe. Mm. Like I said, we had. We had Troy, we had Alex An- McQueen, Alex McQueen. Bla- Angela yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, I think there was like five of us. Mm. Like, yeah. Always used to hang out. But with him as well, it was, it was, it was the gaffer really, mm. Keith Kirk. So I played for him. I played for him for um, Mansfield. Mm. And I played, he's the one that took me to Chester. But then he got the sack and Mike, Mike Wright came in. And then he brought me to Hala when I just um, got back from South Korea. Oh, yeah, he phoned me up and said, oh, what are you doing, mate? Yeah. I said, no, no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just chilling. Like, come up, come up. Mm. I was like, Carlisle. I was like, where, where are you at? I was like, Carlisle. I'm like, oh. Did you know where it was? Or did you... no, it we... sounded long. Yeah. We knew where it was because, like I said, we, we played in a, yeah. in, in, yeah. in a league and that's the game, the fixture you, you look out yeah, for. Obviously, you look out for the derbies or what games you want to play and mm. then you look out for the games that you don't. Like the, <laughs> the Darlington's or the Carlisle's yeah, or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like six, seven, six hours on the coach. Yeah. So it was just ones that you just like, Ugh. Yeah, imagine you know. from travelling to Yeovil from Carlisle. Yeah. And, mm. I'm sure thinking about the bonus helps though. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was just, it was it just, has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, because yeah. if you're going to go that far, you, you, you need, it, need, it, needs it needs to work. Yeah. It needs to work yeah. for you sort of thing. And he, uh, But he made it, it, made it work, especially mm. at 
that, that age as well for me. Um, you know, but he made you earn it as well. But yeah. you knew the more I put in, the better the team would be, the better we all do. And he created such a great, a great vibe, great team spirit. And we and we blast. I think that um, didn't think we lost the game up till Christmas. Yeah. We, we, were, we, we were going for fun, well. and we had some amazing cup runs. We played mm -hmm. Liverpool, played yeah. Everton as well. You scored at Anfield, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You scored at Anfield. Yeah, great, oh, you, great. Jabba, you played that game as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I played. Um, I come on and start that game. Um, I didn't really start the cup games. I was like, just didn't play the cup games. Yeah, midweek games or just. Were you not bothered or what? No, I, I weren't bothered. Oh, okay. I bothered. Okay. You know what I mean? I was like more, league was more, was more your uh, thing. More my oh, thing. you're what you want. And then, players. And then oh, okay. in the cup <laughs> games, I was just like, that's partly because I went to rest, I was older as well, I went to rest, rest my body. Yeah. And we had a fantastic squad. Yeah. And there was like, lo like loads of competition. So I was like, yeah, I, I, was, I was happy. I didn't make no was, was Carl, Would you say Carl was one of the best clubs you both played at? Outside, okay, so mm. I would, I know, mm. unless I'm in the club, we want to, I want to touch on South mm. Korea shortly. Mm. Mm. Java, you were at Stockport, Colchester. I was, right? I um, started at Orient, I moved to Warsaw, Warsaw from Orient, okay. and I did like a season there, and that was like my first move away from, away from leave, leaving the big city. So I was always yeah. like, had the offers, I had um, people coming from before, but I just, if, I, I kind of, I'll say I bottled it really. I didn't want to leave home. Yeah. And most clubs were coming, I had Brighton, I had Scunfoot, various teams when I was a kid, Birmingham, and I just weren't ready at that point. How old were you and at, then, at, at the time? At the time, I think I was about 20. I okay. was 20, 21, and I, I was just like, London, you know, thing, you're, you're having comfortable a girlfriend then yeah. and all that. I was like, oh, I don't want to leave and whatever. So eventually I did have to go just for the, to better myself, to go mm -hmm. on, you know, because sometimes when you're at a, a club where you've come through the youth team, you kind of always, unless you go and get that move, which I was highly rated at the time, but I got a few injuries, so I never kind of regained that sort of early promise. Yeah. Um, and I think you're always seen as a a kid. Mm. So if you're going to yeah. get pulled out, it's always you. Yeah. Even if you, you've murked it or you, you didn't play as bad as this this player, but he's seen you, he, they brought him in, so you had to eventually go. Yeah. So I went to Warsaw and um again it was magnificent. You grow up. And I think sometimes when you when you sort of can something can seem like, oh I don't want to do, you could be apprehensive, it's all different. It was one of the best experiences I've ever Working had. Favor, yeah, 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 it, yeah, it gave me so much confidence, understood, I learned so much about my game, even just having to pay bills, but my first house and blah blah blah, just all that just made me become a man. Mm. And I smashed it that season. Yeah. Smashed it. Then all of a sudden I had all these clubs. Um, champ clubs, League One clubs, um, and everything, and opportunity came to go MK Dons, and it brought me back down south. Yeah, and then um, Roberto Di Matteo was the manager at that uh, point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I met him, um, him in the in holiday and in Brent Cross at the hotel, chatted with him and Eddie Newton. Oh yeah, I'm coming here, buzzing, buzzing, sort of like got, got a good deal and everything, and do a club, progressive club, great stadium. Um, went and had massive aspirations and etc. And then the last game of the season, I got injured. I pulled my hamstring. Like I've got a bad hamstring tear, and so I, was, I knew they were signing me injured. And then did they know that? They knew that. Yeah, okay. They knew that everything. They were happy because we played MK Dons the last game of the season. They had to win to get into to have a chance of 
automatically going up. Okay. I thought I scored the goal that kept him in the playoffs. Okay. And at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know anything. They come yeah. in, come in for me after that game. Yeah. So I was thinking, if I if I didn't score and they would have come in for me anyway, they would have just gone straight yeah. to the champ sort of thing. They, I kept them in in like League One yeah. at that yeah. point, and um, so they signed me injured. But then Roberto Di Matteo, two weeks after my meeting, was gone, took the West Brom job. So I was just like, oh, I remember that. Should have yeah. come to me two weeks later, man. <laughs> yeah. Could have took me, and he said that as well. He said I still would have took you. So would have took you. So they end up signing another guy from Oldham. Can't remember his name. Another nice player. And I was just like, oh, if I was two weeks later, yeah. I could have followed him. Then I started my career there, but injured. And Paul Wintz got the job, mm. and he was there previously. And um, before he got a black, we got a big move to Blackburn. Yeah. Everyone said, yeah, he's amazing, he's this, that. And I was thinking, oh, Paul Wintz, legend, the governor, mm -hmm. England, yeah. all this stuff. He was just different. Yeah. Weren't what you, what you, what you expected. Total opposite of what Total you expected. I thought it was going to be a man's man, you know, yeah. especially being London and black and all that. I just thought, yeah, he's going to be... Like, opposite. Opposite. Opposite, yeah. Did speak to no one. Really? <laughs> Did speak to no one. <laughs> Spoke to one person, the captain. You 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 see him. You like you you walk in the walk in the, in the morning. You see the gaffer. You be like, oh, shit man. <laughs> and he and he'll just be like, mm -hmm. and then he spoke to Punchin. In the end, worker Jermaine Easton, a skipper. That was it. And he and he was known as a governor. Yeah. You couldn't even address like you had to call him the governor. Yeah, he and, and, yeah. yeah, it was he was because wow. I think in Italy when he was in the Milan captain or that there was a way like of hierarchy and, mm. and the way they did things. And we used to, when we had like away games and we'll have like our dinner, we all like have um, your pre-match meals day before and everything. Yeah. And the players would sit down, we'll go up and eat. His staff now had to wait for him to let them go up. So they'll sit there, we'll be eating. <laughs> and <someone> what? Go, <laughs> staff be sitting on the that. table and they'll go to, the, go, to go to governor. They go up, so he goes, you may go. He's a grown-ass man. Alex Ray, Paul Hild, played for mm. Wimbledon, all these proper men. Had that permission. So you go up, get your meal, then sit down. No one could eat. Until, until, they, until, 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 until you got permission. And we'll be watching, thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it was. It was different. It was different. And it, so I got, so in, in a long story short, I got sent out on, on loan because I wasn't his, I wasn't his player sort of thing. Yeah. So that's when I went were, to. Were went, you mad at that? Or were you mad at that? Be fair, it was it was it was a it was a it was a, it was a big move for me, and and it was I was I was behind because I missed preseason, mm. and then obviously a new manager comes in, and then when I came back in, I was I was dead, mm. I was rusty, I, I, my touch was off. Um, when you're not striking the ball well, you shoot, bing, you're yeah, like, yeah. Long. Said, my yeah. confidence was lost. <laughs> but I signed a good deal, so. I was like, effort, I'm just going to enjoy. So I took more time. My focus was more off the field rather than on the field. I used it as a way just to sort of, how can I say, it wasn't going well for me there. Come on, boys, we're all going out, blah, yeah, blah, blah. So yeah. I got into that sort of role. Yeah. Soon after, it was like, you know what? We've come here for a reason, we've come here for a purpose. Let's not, let's not bottle it. Let's not, you know, let's get focused. Mm. So when I went to South End, I hadn't played, I was, I was quite, I was a bit overweight. Worst, it was the worst experience of ever, <laughs> the worst time well it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had as a player if yeah. I'm honest I played four games didn't score did nothing I was dead um, but it woke me up yeah so when I went back there I thought okay um, they don't they don't want to play me I'm not going to play at MK Dons at, 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 at this moment in time 
um, Stockport came in for me and um, I was like, again, not north, I have, to, I have to move away. One of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. I, was, I said, okay. And this is what, how, I had, how I seen loans then was you go on loan to prove that you're you're missing me mm. and that the club I go on loan to, they want to sign they me. They want to sign I you. Use yeah, that as, yeah, I don't go on loan as a jolly up. I go on yeah. loan where I'm going to score the goals because we're in the same yeah. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was almost just like, okay, I'm in the same league, but I'm not playing here. I'm going to go bang yeah. goals. I'm going to just mash it up, which I did. Yeah. And then I came back the following summer on it, practice, 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 because I was fearing shooting. I was fearing touching with all these players, all these names I've, I've sort of seen and stuff. I was a bit like, oh, oh. I, I was on it. Mm. I knew they didn't want to play me, but I made sure you had to play me. Yeah, you had that fire. You had that, had yeah, that yeah. fire. So, yeah. so when players, sometimes players say to me, oh, it's the manager. It's never the manager. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. Because if you smash it, every opportunity you get, if you come on a sub and you do the business, you start, you do the business, mm. they have to play. He yeah, starts yeah. looking stupid. So I never, exactly. I never played victim. And then and then that was it. And I played MK Duns. So I started playing there regularly. Mm. And then towards the end of my contract, I, I went on loan to Colchester, and then Barnsley, and then then Carlisle, and then Cambridge. And that's, okay, how, it that's, that's how it went. Okay, just some stats. Yeah, it, correct me if I'm, this, this is going to be a bad day. Correct me if I'm wrong. Forty-one years old. Thirty-one games. Twenty-two goals. Guys, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> 41 years of age, 31 games, 22 goals. How? No, 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 no. <laughs> because, like, don't get me wrong. I think when it comes to football, yeah, age really is nothing but a number. But then um, it gets to a point where it's like, whether it's... Um, personal stuff or your physical body or just other circumstances just or trying to venture out in different places as a player goalkeepers tend to last well they tend to play a lot longer than players well goalkeepers tend to play a, a lot longer than general players especially defenders defenders tend to play a lot longer than midfielders or strikers mm -hmm. midfielders tend to play a lot longer than yeah. strikers as an attacker, I'm gonna say attacker because I think you used to play out wide, but obviously yeah, you're a striker. Yeah. How have you been able? You don't, have to, you don't even need to give us your secret ingredient. But how, like at the age of 41, how how have you maintained that level of consistency of still playing? Because you're playing non-league now. Yeah. Obviously, we're playing alongside each other. A new, a new, a new Salam is Salamina. And when you came in, I thought it was banter that you were 40 years old because <laughs> we played with, alongside each other for two, two years now, two yeah. seasons now. When you came, I didn't believe you, you were 40. I didn't. I genuinely thought it was a joke. Then, um, then you thought, then we had a conversation. You're like, yeah, no, all jokes aside, I'm 40. I'm like, okay, cool. Then you were just, you were just bagging these ridiculous goals. So, like, can you just touch on how, like, on how much of a fact that age is nothing but a number and it's just a, on, on what things you need to do what things you could do just to maintain that level of consistency or playing as long as you can or is not, it the fact that you got that guy like that west I'm african not, genes i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say that but first time i've been asked this question i mean it's, it's you like the way the stats were do you want to say it again this are we saying the two years that old just i think i've got i've got nearly 50 goals 50 
Yeah, or for Sunday winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, you scored like thirty plus yeah. step five. Yeah. Don't ever take step five for granted as well because mm-hmm. it's, it's still competitive. Mm-hmm. Then step four, you've twenty two. Yeah. So that's fifty goals in two years. You can yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. This what, the floor I, I don't know. If there's, do you know what it is? Football is more about intelligence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's more because I started out in non-league in or Barking, played. 15, 16 games, I scored three or four goals. You know what I mean? And it was a similar level as now. Mm. But then I had my youth, mm. I had my hunger, mm. I had my ambition, I had everything like pumping me. But yet, I can only manage four goals. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? But then, at, like you said, 41, I'm scoring the, these goals um, for fun. Yet, I'm not as fast, I'm not as as athletic or whatever. But what I do have now is the is the intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I I think for any youngsters out there is that you need to focus on the education of football a lot more than say your stepovers or yeah. your mm-hmm. rainbow flicks or your mm-hmm. or them kind of things. You need to educate yourself in football like where to be, the position where you need to be. Because mm. like back in the days when I was starting out in pro, I receive a ball, but I receive a ball um, square. Mm. But now as a striker, I'm not the biggest, but I can hold the ball up as well as um, mm. Jabu can. You know what I mean? So it's all about, you have to teach yourself to move off the defender to the left or to the right, and then position yourself where you can see the defender and you can see the ball. Mm. You know, back in the days, I received because I had, I had the ability. I receive it, and then I'll be able to waste like mm. bare energy just mm. making that turn. When, in fact, I could have just moved to the side of it, changed my body position, make sure I can see the whole of the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And with with things like that, that is so much more better to um, to round you off as a complete um, footballer mm. than physical. Attribute. Of course, I can. I, obviously, I can run still, and I can. But it all starts from here. And if you can get that from a young age, start that off from a young age, you're gonna have a um, a very good career. That's mm. what I'm trying to pass on to my to to my kids. Like, yes, the physical and the being able to run fast, everything's important. But if you can add the intelligence and the awareness and everything else there is to do with football, apart from the physical. Mm. then you, you stand a whole better chance mm. because I'm, I'm proving it right now mm. that I'm getting to positions. I'm not even... Yeah, I can still outrun some different, but the first two, three yards, it's up here already. Yeah. The first three yards, I can see, like, Brian has the ball. I can see that I need to bring the defender in mm. to make the run behind instead mm. of just standing level with him and just running offside and stuff like that, wasting crucial energy. Mm. So... I just think studying the game and being a student of the game is so, so mm. important yeah, yeah. To, to maintain. Yeah, and yeah. you save energy as well. You, mm. yeah. You're able to look after yourself. Better, you're fine. So. When, you, when, you, when you're a kid and when you, when you first break into a team, you used to do aimless running. Channel, yeah. channel, channel. Yeah. And, when, yeah. and, when, and when you used to play with like a, a senior striker, mm. he'll score. Mm. And you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't know the running. He's just done nothing in school because yeah. you're running in the wrong place. You're running channel. Yeah. He's just staying in the box. You're doing his work. Yeah, and that's yeah. what happened. And I think you then just you become very, much more efficient. 
Do you know how to use your tools? That, that's, that's happened this year. You know, mm. Derek, you yeah. got on to me, yeah? He, this guy, oh, I will never... And the thing is, I've taken it on board. I, with me, I'm a very good listener. Yeah. This guy was saying... And it was after a game, he's clipped out a part of, of a game. He's like, George, why does it look like you're not running, like you're not running back to help the, the fullback? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've told Derek, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm t- I've been running up and down. I'm just mm-hmm. tired. He's like, I understand that. But if you're going to run back, just pretend that you're running back fast. Mm. Then you don't have to just, just pretend. I'm like, okay, I'll do my best. So I did take it on board. Mm. But you understand what I was coming from? I was tired. Yeah. As a winger, because I like to think of myself, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of an old school winger mm. where mm. I like to help the fullback. Yeah. When I can, mm. some of these fullbacks are like, my yeah. voice is going to see that I don't help out. <laughs> I, ch- I, I help out as much as I can. Mm. But then there's the, th- there's the thought process of, okay, when it's time to counterattack and attack and help the, help the strikers and the attackers, mm-hmm. I have to get involved. Mm. So... Um, no, I, I, I took that on board. I just had that idea because you raised the fact that obviously doing the, the attacking work or doing the defensive work to, help mm. you, to enable your striker to score goals mm. is an important part of the team, yeah. the team game. Um, before I ask you both like three different questions, I also wanted to touch on the fact that you've played, you've actually played football alongside your son, Melise. Shout out to Melise as well, baller. Um, <laughs> How's that? Well, before you answer that, Jabba, do you have any kids? Uh, mm. Okay. Are they of age? Not, not, not of age to play football. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Not yet. Good anyway. age, good age. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Dale, as, as a father that's been at big clubs and having the opportunity to play with your son, not once, but twice, one for Chesa and one for uh, New Salamis, how's that? Like, surely that goes down as one of the more um, moments to remember. Yeah. Hundred percent is. I I could never of 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 dreamt it. I I didn't think like physically was possible to play football after thirty eight because there was a lot of players retiring at thirty five and and after Carlisle, I honestly I was playing vets football. Mm. I just was chilling playing um, vets football, enjoying it, getting the like the workout, the fitness out of it. Do you know what I mean? And to to play alongside. Someone that I've literally carried, and I literally started training when he was two years old. That like he's travelled all around the world with me. He's been to um, Scotland, he's been to South of France, he's been to Bulgaria, he's been to South Korea with me. Every team just training along, and to watch him develop, and watch him like go through the youth system um, um, at Reading, and then to have the opportunity to play alongside him. Um, was it's a moment I've I've wanted to cherish for a very long time and and I just I just literally couldn't couldn't believe that it's happened and it felt surreal being on a pitch with him. Mm. And you gonna shed a tear? I nearly shed a tear though yeah. when, mm-hmm. when when he when he scored um, against hashtag because that's that's the first. That, that's that's it, but it, that's <laughs> a monumental moment. Like that's mm-hmm. a very very important fact because yeah. like and the reason I asked you gonna shed a tear mm-hmm. because. That hasn't happened before. I would not that I know that hasn't happened before. So, like, you're gonna grow up and the rest of your life. You're gonna remember. You're gonna remember that moment. He's gonna remember it just as much as you yeah. are. But yeah. it's a moment that you're never gonna forget. It's a moment. I'll, so not like, all done. Oh. You've molded like and like he's apart from the moments where he tries to try to disrespect me because he needs to understand. <laughs> me. Again, I'm, I'm, a, see, I'm a senior player. The need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like he's been um he's been he's been brought up well and he's he's. He's focused and well structured. So mm. now I'm I'm praying that that 
that pro deal on the right club can't like he, yeah. he settles at the right club. So um no, well done. And like it's, it's gonna work out for him. Thank you. questions I want to ask now. Just this um smooth in the end. Um question for both of you, first one. Top five favorite strikers of all time. Five. Five. That's a lot, lot. <laughs> yeah. Top five. You're both strikers, right? This surely you have an idea of your well, favorite. Well, I've got my favorite. That whether whether people agree with it is another thing. But my um, let's say your favorite, not who you think is the top five. Your favorite. The Ronaldo, the Brazilian. Oh no, yeah. the one, the mm. only one. Yeah, um, <laughs> the only one. He's Ronaldo, man. The other one's brilliant. They get wrong, but he's Ronaldo. <laughs> the only one, Ronaldo. Um, for me, this is for me. I loved Andy Cole. Okay, Andy no, no, Cole no. was 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 tops. Mm-hmm. Ian Wright was inspirational for me growing up. Um, then obviously Cristiano Ronaldo. I think it's a G. Mm-hmm. And um, George Weir. Okay. Shevchenko back yeah. then. With yeah. t- Italian night, it was a madness, and them them strikers were proper. Proper, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's a good. That's a good yeah, five. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Jeez. Five. I'll say Brazilian Ronaldo as well. Um, I feel like Romario. Okay. I was just I similar stature to, um, to him, and I would also say I like I like Jogba. Mm. He was he was a good player um, for me because of his he was I don't think he's the most naturally but he's tried and he works and mm. that's one thing that I am as well mm. I've got all the f- tricks and flicks but mm. I also got the aggression to to work hard mm. and when I see players do that that's why I got at you I was tired this guy doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter mm. you need to you need to mm. <laughs> I don't think I'll be I'll be able to become a manager no one will play for me <laughs> yeah. But he showed that side of the game that I love. Mm. Uh, it's not just about scoring. Mm. Um, who are Ian Wright as well, mm. like you said. Um, well, I liked I like Shearer as well. Yeah, okay. his, his yeah. selfishness. Yeah. I like because sometimes you have to be selfish in those moments. <laughs> I see yeah. times where he could slide someone through and he plays it out wide for no, them to cross some, it. In. Something that Dell does a lot, by the way. <laughs> he does not bring. He does not bust the, the wingers at all. Yeah. But these okay. wingers, you, you guys don't cross the ball. Don't do that. Uh, because you know, for long, these new age wingers, the inverted, the uh, ones that. I'm glad you said new age. You're not including me in this, are you? You know, he will tell you the times I put balls in the box, he's not even there. I'm giving up. You're not sure if they're going to pull it in, innit? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. It, it took this mean. guy at least a minimum of eight games to realise, okay, George is one of those guys that he's going to open up and put it in the box. And the times I did it, he, was, he wasn't there. He was yeah. busy out wide, just chilling near the, near the corner flag. Of course. Why, why do I... But I've, I've realised that now that he's you're different. Delivery. Yeah. He's got yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. delivery. Yeah, his delivery is on point. I appreciate but I just, that. I just bro. don't can't waste my energy. <laughs> yeah. I understand We have that. these wingers that mm. just come in 10, 15 shots a game and just hit it. <laughs> hit it against defenders, hit mm. it over the bar. I'm like, mm. come on, we've got to change it up a yeah. bit. Maybe I know it's not your strongest foot, but let's whip one in, whip a couple in. But like, I'm like, even Melis said to me, like, how the hell have you got over 50 goals for? Ridiculous. Mm. Sal- mm. Salmina. I said, oh, one chance, one goal. And yeah. I have to be efficient. Yeah. I have to take my chances because we don't play with the. Yeah. We don't, like, when we play hashtag, there's yeah. like crosses coming in everywhere yeah. and the strikers are getting bare chances. Mm. We don't do that. I have yeah. to be very efficient. Mm. You know, I have to be right. And yeah. Okay, cool. 
you, I think you missed it. So you said R9, Jogba, Shearer, yeah. Ian Wright, right. one more striker. One more. Okay, I'm going to go for maybe Messi. Okay. It's good. Class that... striker. I work for mm. class You said striker. Ronaldo. So, Ren... yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo's more of a striker. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to. Yeah. Let's say attackers. We can say attackers. Yeah, attackers. That's right. Cool. That amount of goals. You have to take out Messi. You can't say. Uh, that amount of goal, you have to kind of describe him. He's more, he's more of an attacker than a striker. But he, he plays because he plays that central role, doesn't he? He's not on the left, he's not on the right. He plays that. That's what, that's what he wants. <laughs> yeah, that's what he wants. Yeah, like okay. Why you give it? No, man. Yeah. Um, um, then, I, then I'll say Cristiano, then you. Okay, take him. Okay, take him out. Ibrahim Ridge? What about him? It's good you lot put a lot more English strikers than. More than the usual, than you, than usually people would, because they mm-hmm. usually add, okay, if, if it's not R nine, it's Ibrahimovic, um, Shevchenko, not saying well, Etu, you guys missed that Etu. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, see enough of him. Okay, I didn't watch him enough. I definitely but I like, I like people that are in the, you know, like people that just, you, you can choose strikers that score fabulous goals, mm-hmm. and then get wrong, good strikers score, but then. Most strikers score in the box yeah. and get in those positions where you know the tappings or and and I like strikers. That's how I was, and I like strikers that that's what I, who I learnt from. Yeah. So I look at those positionings and stuff like that. people can say, oh, this person, that person, can they score worldies from outside the box, twenty five yarders. But a striker to me, touching box, bang, yeah. touching box, bang. Yeah. These strikers, you know, inspired me when I was growing up. So okay, yeah. um, I did say three questions, but because of time, I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. one more. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite managers you played under? Three top three favorite managers you played played for. Um, Keith Carl is definitely one of them because he was just a character. Mm. A different, just I've never experienced an, an, mm. a, a manager like him. Um, off the cuff, but it was good. He was he was a good guy, but it made you work hard. Yeah. Um, can say assistant an assistant manager. Yeah, you, yeah. John Gorman. Okay. A fabulous guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, brilliant. Um, such an infectious character, um, you know, very clever tactically, but he's put on great sessions and 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 created a good atmosphere, whether you're in the team or not in the team. He's just a, a good guy. And suppose um, my youth, I have to say Tommy Taylor and Martin Ling because they're the ones that give me my chance to, to start make my debut and start my career. So, okay. um, but yeah, I have big respect for them. Okay, cool. Thanks, yeah, yourself. Um, I'll probably start off by saying um, Kevin Wilson because he's the one that gave me my first um, pro contract at Northampton mm. even though I felt he held me back as well because um, I got into the record books for the most sub-appearance mm. but he, he, <laughs> he, he didn't start me but mm. he gave me he gave me that opportunity so I have to be always um, grateful for that yeah. um, second would probably be Maybe Gary Peters. Okay. Gary Peters is the guy that had that beef with Grantonese. Mm. But the reason why I, um, I said that because I had a really like terrible time of when I was playing for Lincoln and Chester, and he brought stability, even though that like, there was friction between us. Yeah. But he would always, always played play me. Mm. Uh, one time, I must have been ill. He put me in a hotel mm. alone and said, mm. "You need, I need you. You need to come and you mm. need to come and play." Even though. He will absolutely hammer me in, in the papers, mm. and I think I wouldn't play. Mm. But he will always, always mm. like rely on me and, and start me. Started every game okay, yeah. under him. So, and the last one, 
gonna be Keith Kittle as well. Because he he signed me three different occasions, and, mm. and I know even if I pick up the phone tomorrow mm. and call him for Hartley for say yo, um, and yeah. <laughs> you want that deal? Yeah. yeah, I want that deal. What are you saying? Yeah, like, no, you're a bit old, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, he's a very good guy, and he always looks after. Okay, that's hard to me. Obviously, they've watched that and seen that. Oh, like they've ha- they they can now see the impact that you guys well they've had on on your on your journeys and mm, your careers. Mm, mm. But um, no, guys, thanks a lot for coming on. I really appreciate it. For sure. Um, guys, hope you guys enjoy that. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe, share. Um, and as well as that, Saturday 27th of May, All-Star Weekender is coming back this year after the three-year wait. Make sure you get your tickets when they come out very soon. More information will be out as soon as possible. Catch you guys soon.